coming up today on Locked On Golden Gophers, looking a little bit long term for both Minnesota basketball and football. On the basketball side, what does Ben Johnson have to do as the class of 2023 starts to open up? These guys can be talked to a bit more now as of yesterday, and we'll talk about what that class means just for Johnson making a good first impression as a head coach. Over on the football side, we're talking more about P.J. Flex. Some things flared up again on Twitter as something revived itself from something we tweeted last week. So I'm going to talk about what you guys had to say about your thoughts on where Fleck is right now. Some people coming out to defend Minnesota's head coach. That's coming up right here, right now. You're listening in to Locked On Golden Gophers. Welcome into Locked On Golden Gophers. We'll get started in just a minute, but first, there's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on today's show, looking long-term at Minnesota basketball and football. For Ben Johnson, what does this class of 2023 mean for his future as Minnesota's head coach. And for P.J. Fleck, some people came out defending Coach Fleck after our question asking what he had to do to keep your confidence. We'll talk more about that later on to end the show here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Welcome into the program today, Nate Dickinson with you as we are every single weekday during the season, three times a week right now, but I'm hoping to get us back to every single day coming again really, really soon. Of course, we'll talk all about all that at some point in the future. Let's talk about first what's going on right now in Minnesota sports. On the golf course, Grace Curran has continued to rep Minnesota well. She won the Illinois State Women's Amateur Championship, at least the first part of it, to advance to the match play portion of the tournament. She's not the only gopher to do so as well. She and Emma Carpenter both advanced to that portion of the tournament, which will continue today. And while we're on it, that is the only thing on the gopher sports schedule for today. It's the off season, but of course, we'll keep you in the loop whenever anyone from Minnesota does anything. As one, it's an Olympics year, which we'll get to more on that in just a minute. But also, there's all sorts of things going on always in the off season with some of these people. Elsewhere going on, again, those two will continue to the match play portion of that Illinois State Women's Amateur Championship, just for the people in Illinois, that continues on today. Elsewhere in the basketball realm, some news that ends up not being Minnesota news, instead news for the Purdue Boilermakers, but it's a Minnesota in-state recruit in Camden Heidi. He ends up choosing Purdue over a whole bunch of other schools. Heidi had been heavily favored to go to Purdue for a little bit now. He had taken an unofficial visit with Minnesota, but that was before the Ben Johnson era. The four-star recruit ends up choosing Purdue. The team, a lot of people had had him pegged to pick. And it's not really something you can blame on anyone here with the Gophers right now, which is going to be the case for a lot of stuff just here in this first year with Ben Johnson and that team. Elsewhere, St. Cloud State, we have uh, some big news on the ice. It's, again, not Minnesota Gophers news, but stuff you might be interested in. Brett Larson, after his team won the national title this season, has now received a seven-year contract extension with the team. St. Cloud State, of course, putting confidence in the coach that won it all for them this season. And, uh, of course, after you do that, how can you blame him? 
Speaking of the Olympics, which we talked about a moment ago, a couple of Gophers competing for spots on the U.S. team earlier this week. Max McHugh ended up finishing 7th place at the Olympic trials in the finals of the 100 breaststroke. 7th will not qualify for the Olympics, only the top two in each event go. Unfortunately for McHugh, that means his Olympic run is over, but it does not end the Olympic run for the Gophers. Lakeville native Regan Smith won the 100 backstroke qualifiers at the Olympic trials, and the state of Minnesota, at the very least, will have representation at the Olympic Games, and congratulations to Regan as well. Let's look at everything going on with Minnesota sports right now. We're going to take a quick break, and after we come back, we're going to talk everything going on with Minnesota basketball and the recruiting trail in the not-so-near future. The class of 2023, as of yesterday, coaches can do a lot more with that class as they start to head into their junior year of high school. So we'll talk about what that means and also who Minnesota is going after. Also, what does it mean for Ben Johnson and his legacy as he starts his tenure as the Minnesota head coach, as a guy who was brought in to really help out that in-state recruiting. Also, later on, we'll wrap up the show with PJ Fleck and your thoughts about him. You guys had some more to say about your confidence in coach and some defenders for Coach Fleck after we posed the question about what he had to do to keep your confidence this upcoming season last week. We'll talk more about that on the back end of the program. Nate Dickinson here with Locked On Golden Gophers. Hey, Rock Auto is the place for you to go for just about everything that you need for your car parts. It's a modern solution for a classic problem. Whether it's right now in the heart of summer or, God forbid, in the middle of winter, something in your car at some point is going to go awry. You're going to need a part fixed. You might just want to put an upgrade on it, or you might just be one of those people who wants to make sure everything is always tuned up to the inch. If you're one of those people, or again, you need something done, go over to rockauto.com and get the part that you need at the price that you want without having to leave your couch. So many people have spent so much time just going to the part shop or a dealership the old-fashioned way, trying to figure out how to find the part they need, how to make sure it's the exact right one, because there's so many out there now, and how to do it without getting jacked up on the price by whoever it is you're using as your middleman. Well, Rock Auto cuts that out. It provides everything for you on a website that you can use easily to make sure that you're getting the right part at the right price, and again, you can do it all without having to leave the comfort of your home. Whenever you need something done for your car next, I urge you, you got nothing to lose by at least going to the website, rockauto.com. If you do end up using the service, be sure to let them know that we sent you by using their little how did you hear about us box and putting in locked on. We would really appreciate it. Again, that's rockauto.com. You seriously have nothing to lose by at least trying them out next time you need something done. Locked on Golden Gophers, Nate Dickinson back with you here. We're talking about Minnesota basketball now. In what is a big time, of course, for all of college sports as far as recruiting goes, it was an especially big day yesterday for Minnesota basketball and really everyone in the basketball world. But for Ben Johnson, a day where he really, really needs to make sure that he is on his game. Things opened up for the class of 2023 yesterday, which for Johnson will be maybe his first what you would consider full recruiting class of his Minnesota tenure. We'll talk more about that in just a minute, but 
Johnson, of course, has a lot of pressure on him to do well to start things off. He was brought in as a guy who was supposed to recruit this state well, and we've talked plenty about that already. And this is the time where he starts to prove it, especially right now on this class that is not only going to not be here for a little bit, but it's really just getting the recruiting cycle started. So Minnesota starting to go after guys here in this 2023 class, and Ben Johnson has started to at least target those in-state guys that he's been brought in to bring in. There's a whole lot of Minnesota talent still out there right now, especially in this 2023 class, in a five-star guy in Tayson Chapman. Now, Minnesota's been spoiled with five-star players before, and while this is not the top recruit in the country that, say, Jalen Suggs or Chet Holmgren was before him, you have to remember that there's only so many five-star guys out there, and Minnesota is consistently putting him out still, so there's still a big, big hub of talent here for Ben Johnson to try and tap into, and a guy like Tayson Chapman could really, really be somebody who, who could be that first kind of gem that Ben Johnson could try and pull out of this state. Again, this is the first recruiting class for him, at least in my mind. Because while 2022 will be the first recruiting class where guys are actually recruited and committed to him, so the people that are brought in this year will go in his name, it's not like he's been the guy recruiting them the whole time. He's been somewhere else. These guys had been started, at least in some cases, being recruited by Minnesota by Richard Pitino a long time ago. In this class of 2023, this is at least Ben Johnson getting a chance to really, really make a long-term impact on some players. This is where he's going to be able to point to the things that he can pull off and say, hey, you gave me the full time to be with these guys, and this is what I was able to do. Because Ben Johnson may be able to do some things in this 2022 class, but he also may not be able to do some things and have some disappointments in this recruiting cycle as well because he is a first-year head coach because Minnesota, quite frankly, is not looking like it's going to be a top Big Ten team. And until it proves otherwise, I don't know if big-time recruits are going to be thinking about this as a school that they can win at in the immediate future. So Ben Johnson in this 2022 class is already going to have, as I can picture it now, all sorts of excuses that I'll be making for him. Me personally, because I do believe it, that this is affecting, of course, the recruiting and his ability to do it. He'll have all sorts of excuses, though, as to why he wasn't able to get it done this year. Well, the team isn't any good and wasn't supposed to be any good. Nobody really knows what the team's going to look like in 2022, just like we don't know what it's going to look like still in 2021. There's all sorts of reasons for people to not choose Minnesota. And to be fair, there may still be a lot of those reasons in the 2023 class as well. But at least in that class, Ben Johnson will have had a full cycle of recruiting, a full really like kind of time when you're allowed to, at least under these rules, do your meat of the recruiting. The 2023 class is when Ben Johnson has that first cycle doing that, not 2022. So as the opportunity to start to talk to these 2023 guys starts to come up, you have to realize that it's a, something you're thinking about is a long, long time away right now. But if you keep active in following these things and you're wondering why are so many people staying so active and following so closely what's happening right here at the very beginning, 
it's because this is when you get those first indications. This is when Ben Johnson makes those first contacts with players as to who is it who he's going to be going after in this class. Who is it who's responding? Who is it who is most interested in Minnesota right away? Because while there's a lot of guys who go through a recruiting cycle and make all sorts of tough decisions throughout the way, there's also a lot of guys who really, in the first couple of weeks, have a school that's in mind and then really just take the rest of the process to make sure that that's what they want. So in these next couple of weeks, as a class that you're not even thinking about yet, a class that, as far as basketball is concerned, isn't going to get on to the hardwood until 2023 and 24. that class is going to have a lot going on right now in these next couple of weeks. It's a testament to just how intricate college recruiting is, and of course, it's a testament to just how much Ben Johnson has to do every single day that he works as his start as the Minnesota basketball head coach. So it's something to keep an eye out on, and as you look at it, if you're somebody who does follow the recruiting thing, be sure to at least take a look at it and remember that while it may not seem like it matters right now, or at least in the immediate future, the decisions that these guys are going to be making could very well be giving some big hints as to what they'll be right here in these next couple of weeks. We're going to talk about, to wrap up the show, what you guys had to say more about P.J. Fleck. We posed a question last week about what you think he has to do to at least keep your confidence, and some people came out to defend Coach Fleck in at least how confident they are in him no matter what happens still in this one season. So we'll talk more long-term with Coach Fleck as we talk football here to end the show. Locked on Golden Gophers with me, Nate Dickinson. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at LO Golden Gophers. My personal account is at Nate with Sports. We've got all sorts of updates on everything that you may miss in between the shows on the accounts that we have there. Again, Minnesota football coming up in just a moment. If you need to get through your workout today, any other day, Built Bar is the place to go for all of your needs. Whether it's really just for your protein or just to have a snack. Because Built Bar doesn't have any sort of calories in there. It tastes great and it can be something that fills you up. They have outstanding flavors and of course everything that you would normally want out of your protein supplement programs. They have 15 plus grams of proteins in all these bars. Less than 150 grams in almost all of the flavors they have. Never more than like 180 protein bars as well. Or a protein or 180 calories in these bars as well. Uh, only... 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, too. And again, the flavors that they have are absolutely outstanding. It's what sets Built Bar apart. They've got the unique kind of flavors that will have you hooked. You may not expect that you're going to like something, and you fall in love with it. It's happened with me multiple times. And you can go over to BuiltBar.com, try it out right now, and use our promo code, LOCKED15, to make sure that you're not only getting the best out there, but also getting it at a little bit of a better price, thanks to us and, of course, the people at Built Bar. Again, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. More coming up in just a moment here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate Dickinson with Locked On. Nate Dickinson back with you here on Locked On Golden Gophers. We're talking about Minnesota football now. After we talked kind of the long term with basketball, now let's talk long term football. As you guys brought it up again on Twitter, again, follow us on Twitter at LO Golden Gophers. 
but we had some people come up and I'll actually pull up the tweet right now and read it to you. In defense of PJ Fleck and the Gophers, if you don't remember, we posed the question last week on our Twitter account and I'll plug it one more time and then we'll get off it. Again, at LO Golden Gophers. And it was something that I thought was really interesting just because there was someone coming out to really defend the long term for PJ Fleck in a way that we hadn't seen just in the mentions that we had had before. So I thought it was something to be able to talk about. Again, we asked the question last week, just what does PJ Fleck need to do at a minimum to keep your confidence as the Gophers head coach? I thought it was a fair question. After a really good 2019 season, I mean, and to be fair to Fleck, the best that Minnesota had had in the better part of a century. The Gophers did fall off quite a bit in 2020, and while there was a pandemic, there were obvious holes as well with that team, something I pointed out on Twitter as well. We did have a response from the Twitter account, and again, follow us. I'll, I guess I lied. I'll plug it again, at Ello Golden Gophers. The response came from Boatwagon at Boatwagon1. Uh, he said late to this tweet again, this was last week, he came in yesterday. There is a premise to this question that is a bit odd. This is the best Gophers football coach in my lifetime, which is a good point. It's the best one in probably any one's lifetime, you could argue already. The question as worded is the furthest thing from my mind as regards to the coming season. I have expectations for the team, but he, he's saying that it's not expectations in the confidence of P.J. Fleck. He also goes on to say, Fleck's talent is turning three stars into four and five stars. That is hard. It takes a normal practice schedule and a set of non-conference games, and then it's still not done. P.J. has never had a team take a step backwards here or at Western Michigan. 2020 is a barometer of nothing. That referring to what we had to say just about like how much do you put that 2020 season on as a fluke. And the long-term support came in again from another source. Uh, this came from at Douglas Fur 33. As far as the expectations, he said seven wins and he wants to see improvement, but then went on to defend Fleck some more. Said, but really it would take a lot more than a few losses to make me question PJ Fleck. I feel better after Flex three and four than I did after... Clay's 9-4, and four, for example, which is another good point, I think. And to be fair to these guys, the question was kind of worded in a way for me to try and say, all right, what would it have to be for you to lose confidence in P.J. Fleck? I actually said, what's the minimum he would have to do to keep your confidence? Because I thought the answer could be quite low, actually. And other people were saying kind of like 500, and I'm like, but what if he doesn't? What if he goes under? Like, you still would believe in him as the head coach, right? The questions might start to come up, but I think you'd still believe in him even if it was lower. People were saying, though, like 500, 6, 7, 8 wins. That was higher than my personal expectations for him. And I agree with the people that are saying, like, it's more than the individual games that makes me lose confidence in what P.J. Fleck can do as a coach because his skills are in that offseason, it seems, and being able to turn talent found on the grounds and recruiting into talent onto the field. But... That's something more deeper than kind of more intricate than what I want to talk about. I want to back up and look at it kind of bigger picture with P.J. Fleck. As was pointed out, P.J. Fleck has never really taken a step back before. P.J. Fleck's also never been a head coach in a Power 5 conference before. So while the original hype of Fleck got him recruits, got him players who were willing to play for him and, of course, row the boat in the culture, that is still, in my mind, unquestionable at this point. That's not the part of it I'm talking about here. But when you're talking about a step back in wins and losses, that's something you talk about seriously, no matter what. And now P.J. Fleck has not only taken a step back, but he's taken a step back 
while also not being able to still beat, mind you, Wisconsin and Iowa. So while these people here may be able to say right now that there's nothing that could happen this season that would make you lose confidence in P.J. Fleck, that you still believe in him wholeheartedly as a head coach, I have a feeling that that's just purely thinking in the present. Because I think there's plenty of situations where come the end of the season, this Minnesota Gopher fan base is all but turned on P.J. Fleck. He will not lose his job after this year. That's not obviously in the cards. No way that ever happens. But I do think there's plenty of things that could go wrong. Let's say this run defense just doesn't get any better. It's supposed to. The whole defense is supposed to get better. But just say it doesn't. Are you not going to be mad at P.J. Fleck then? Say Mo Ibrahim just for some reason doesn't have the protection that he did last season. Isn't able to produce. In, in a similar way maybe to the way that Tanner Morgan wasn't able to be quite the same Tanner Morgan from 2019 to 2020. What if that's Ibrahim this season? And then everything else just kind of doesn't quite do what it's supposed to as well. Are you still happy with P.J. Fleck then? Who do you blame? Coordinators have been blamed over the last season in 2020. But if it happens for a second straight year, fingers are going to start to get pointed again. And if P.J. Fleck continues to hover around 500 or even struggle to get 500 after the season he had a couple years ago and the expectations on him and the expectations that are on Minnesota football in general, if he cannot get up to that next step and at the same time not be able to beat the Wisconsin's and the Iowa's and the games that matter for this team, then there's going to be questions. Again, P.J. Fleck's not going to lose his job this season. He is going to be the head football coach of Minnesota for the next year, and I'd say the year after that, no matter what happens, probably too. But if you're talking about a fan base starting to ask questions about a coach, yeah, that's a hair trigger. That could happen at any point. And I expect to hear it at some point this season because I don't expect this season to be any sort of perfection. And I think my expectations for it personally are a little bit lower than the Gopher fan base as a whole. This team, I, I think, will get better. But I did see really real problems last season that I'm not going to be convinced about until I see it happened on the field. P.J. Fleck, if he can't fix them, I think a whole lot of people are going to start to turn in a way that maybe they aren't thinking they would normally. But we'll see what happens if and when that does happen. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully Minnesota just keeps on winning and I don't have to talk about such negative stuff all the time. Hey, we'll be back later on in the week, hopefully with some more good news. More Minnesota players are going to end up on campus this weekend. We'll give our preview of the weekend in visits coming up later on this week here on Locked On Golden Gophers. I say that because I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to have time to get it up here tomorrow or if we're going to have the show on Friday. We'll have one on Friday no matter what, but It'll be possible that we get one Thursday and Friday, depending on just what we have going on throughout the rest of the day. But you'll hear from me again before the end of the week to talk at least about the recruits coming to campus, if nothing else. Until then, Nate Dickinson, here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Roll the boat. Sky you ma. Go Gophers.